Hey, why don't you have a seat there? Hi. Are you looking? Did you pay attention to your emails? Was that a fart or was that your microphone? Uh, that was my microphone. I sent you an email about the farts. I told you that I have the fart audio. Oh. Well, you're not it. paying it. You're just wasting time down there, man. See, we're a well-oiled machine in the morning. Well, sometimes I'm wasting time. It's going to be on a fart. Sometimes there's like audio that I tell you before the show, like, all right, I'll put this audio in that we need to play on the show, and then you'll get this, you'll get that. Like, that's how we work. But why? I told you that I have the fart audio. I just saw it trending. Yeah, but pay attention to your emails, though. I sent you an email that says, hey, here's the fart. I got the fart. Did you not see the emails I sent you this morning? No. Well, look at your emails. I sent you two emails already this morning. Yes, you did see the emails because you got the story about the lady throwing the guinea pigs. Yeah, I got the guinea pig one. But I sent you that after I sent you the fart email. Oh, I already had fart in by then. I saw you labeled it fart gate. That's what's trending, Fartgate. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it really? Hold on. Let me just Google Fartgate. You go to the hashtag Fartgate. It goes on forever. Oh, my gosh. Fartgate is trending so bad right now. Uh, I love... All, I just Googled Fartgate, and it's just like the country has come together over a fart. One post just says... For one beautiful night, <laughs> hashtag Fartgate actually united all of Twitter. <laughs> Another post on uh, Yahoo, hashtag Fartgate trending after congressman appears to rip one. <laughs> Huffington Post, did someone just fart on live TV? You be the judge of Fartgate. Uh, another post, MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews denies on-air Fartgate. Okay, so here's the audio that everybody's going to be hearing. By the way, aren't there like impeachment hearings again today or something like that? Yeah, there's like... I know we don't talk too much about the government. Actual but- <laughs> things going on. <laughs> there's crazy things that are happening in the government. However, we all have come together for Fartgate, right? So this was on MSNBC, Hardball with Chris Matthews last night. Representative Eric Swalwell from California. Here is the quick audio that you need to hear. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. I mean, it is pretty clear as day that that was a fart there, Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Okay, so now uh, Chris Matthews, who's the host of Hardball, is denying that that is a fart? What else could that be? Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. And by the way, when you see this clip, online because obviously it's all over the place because as Bob's uh, has been saying, Fartgate has been trending since this happened. Uh, as you will see the clip online, the uh, representative Eric Swalwell from California, his face almost like he almost stops or makes a face like I got to pause here because I'm I'm about to let one lose. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Like you hear him pause after cheat an election. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. There you go. And the way his face goes and like his shoulders yeah. drop, it's yeah. just like his whole body is just like. Yeah. It's like you knew he did it, right? It's farting. He's yeah. farting. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. Okay, now there is an explanation now to Fartgate. Uh, MSNBC has denied 
that it was actually a fart, and the representative <laughs> has released a, a, a did, did he release a statement or did he explain his side of the story? I mean, what is there to explain? Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Addie Baird, who uh, covers Congress for BuzzFeed. Uh, tweeted out a text I'd never thought I'd send. So she texted directly uh, with the congressman and uh, sent him the clip of what appeared to be him farting, right? Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. So she sends the fart clip and says uh, in the uh, text here, which she has shared, I'm really sorry about this, but I have to ask if this was you or someone in the studio. Swalwell's response, <laughs> it was not me. I I didn't hear it when I was speaking. She responded, you look like you heard it and are stifling a laugh. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. It does look like he knew he farted. It was louder than he expected, so he gave off a smile. He responds to her. I definitely did not hear it. So he is saying, I did not fart, and I did not even hear a fart. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Right, okay. Which makes it even better. Uh, that he's trying to deny that. How couldn't you hear that? But hold on. Um, hardball uh, with Chris Matthews, the official Twitter account just at Hardball, has at least come up with what the noise was. And apparently it is not him farting. Uh, Such a disappointment. The Twitter account at Hardball tweeting after this fart. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Tweeting out. Sorry to disappoint the conspiracy theorists. It was a Hardball mug scraping across the desk. Get yours today, and let's get back to the news. And a link to buy a hardball coffee mug. They're trying to sell merch? They're trying to sell merch off the fart. They're trying to capitalize. Fart merch? They're trying to capitalize. Yeah, but it's just a regular hardball mug. Like, I want a commemorative hardball <laughs> fart mug. I want a Fartgate mug. If you're going to capitalize, like, make make Fartgate a hardball mug, you know? <laughs> I want that representative picture on it as soon as the fart noise happens because it's such a, a befuddled look of, yeah, I just, uh-huh. I just did it. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. All right, does that sound like a coffee mug sliding across the desk there? Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. I mean, not to me. It might have been. It might have been. I, see, I think, I think we hear fart because we want to hear fart, though. But imagine you're that guy, though, and you want to hear a coffee cup. I think if you want it to be a coffee cup, it'll be a coffee cup. Listen. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Right. It's Man. It could be a sliding coffee cup. The I, pause is so perfect, though. I know. It's perfect. T- he farted. He Taxpayer farted. Taxpayer dollars fart. to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. All right. He tried to cover it up. He got with Hardball and say, <laughs> what can we come up with? I can't. I can't be <laughs> farting like that. Fartgate is trending. We got to come up with something. Say it was a mug. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. That's a fart. They farted. Fartgate's a real thing. Get your commemorative Fartgate mugs now. So uh, there you go. This has been uh, Political Corner with Mikey and Bob. Man, WPXI Morning News has a good tease here. Why are phone books still being made and how can you stop getting them? The answer, 645 on Channel 11 Morning News. That's actually a good news tease. I want to I want to find out what that is. 
Why are phone books still a thing? Old people? I have no clue. I get so angry when I get like a new phone book delivered uh, because the whole neighborhood is just littered with them. They come in those plastic bags in case it rains. It doesn't ruin your phone book. And then it goes right in the trash. Yeah, nobody, Who is making a phone book? Or nobody even picks them up and they sit out there and just wither away. Right, yes. They just become, they just soak right into the earth and become part of the earth. And part of the, their fertilizer is basically what they are. All right, well, we'll try to uh, watch the news and get that answer for everybody. Why are phone books still being made and what you can do to stop it? Uh, now let's get to guinea pigs, though. This happened in Kentucky. Scott Ganya, the owner of Pet Paradise in Lexington, was shaken up this past weekend when two women entered his store oh trying to steal guinea pigs. I, how much are guinea pigs, though? Like, I, I used to have a guinea pig as a pet when I was younger. It can't be that much, right? Right? I don't know. Look up how much a guinea pig costs. How much do <laughs> you think it costs? It's going great. <laughs> Listen, there's a couple of different things I can have you Google about guinea pigs. <laughs> I just want to know the price right now, okay? Pet Paradise only sells domesticated animals. <laughs> Animals, but store owner Scott Ganya says the aftermath of this incident has been wild. Animal cruelty serious. I mean, yes, obviously animal cruelty is serious. And what these women oh. end up doing to the guinea pig, though, is is not good. He says Jamie Pack and Isabel Mason were some of the last customers. All right, so these two women uh, walk into his store. They're some of the last customers of the day. He says one immediately headed to the animal room, yeah. while the other asked him questions at the front counter. Looked over the counter to see the other girl Uh-oh. carrying the bag very low to the ground, almost to the floor. Uh-oh. Ganya says Mason ran to the car when she reached the door with Pack following behind. Yeah. His employee alerted him that the guinea pigs were gone. All right, so they have stolen uh, guinea pigs. Like, on average, 20 to 25 bucks. Uh, what are you doing stealing guinea pigs, what? man? <laughs> and what do you do with the guinea pigs? It's not like guinea pigs are some sort of, like, hot black right? market, you know, item here. It's not like this is some sort of, like, exotic snake that you can get a couple hundred bucks for. It's like 20 to $25 guinea pigs. Pay for the damn guinea pigs. He's screaming at them, give me the guinea pigs, give me the guinea pigs. Give me the guinea pigs. And the other little girl reached down yeah. and got one of them out of the bag. Now, here we go. Here's where the animal cruelty charges come into play. Went to give it out to me. Yeah. And the other girl pulled her back in the car and told her, no, we're leaving. All right. So they uh, are in the getaway car with two guinea pigs. That's when she cracked the window bit and just threw the guinea pig out the window. My oh, God, damn. man. Threw the damn guinea pig at the, the pet store owner. I mean, these women should get hit with some serious animal cruelty charges. This is four-month-old Lucky who was thrown oh, from the car yesterday. Lucky. Employees of the pet store say he is expected to be okay. He has no injuries. Lucky's okay, y'all. Pray for Lucky. Lucky's gonna make it. But his biological brother is still missing. All right, they, they still have the brother, but what sort of person steals two guinea pigs? They're like 20 bucks a piece. These aren't some sort of special exotic, they're just regular guinea pigs. And then tosses one out the window. Did you look up guinea pig mating? I mean, the noises probably aren't going to be that good. Guinea pigs make a very, like, annoying, like, squeaking noise. But, I mean, that's probably what guinea pig... All right, go ahead and look up guinea pig mating. But, hey, listen, I don't know who needs to hear it this morning, but guinea pigs are not a weapon. Uh, The Pirates officially introduced their new general manager, Ben Charrington, uh, yesterday. Uh, Pirates' new president, Travis Williams, and also owner, Bob Nutting, uh, were both there. I, 
I mean, dive into the Pirates Facebook comments, I guess. See, the problem with Pirates Facebook comments, though, is it's the same thing, though, right? Yeah. It's yeah. just the same thing, though, is like nothing needs to spend more money and this team blows and the whole organization blows and blah, 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 right? Yeah. But I think people expect us when the Pirates announce a new general manager, they expect us to read Facebook comments. So I dive in there, Bob, see what you can get. Maybe we'll do some Pirates Facebook comments on their new... Uh, their new general manager. First, though. <laughs> Who's ready for oh an educational adventure in nature? Some wild animals decided to make sweet love and share their beautiful song with the world. Yeah. It's time for animal mating noises <laughs> with Mikey and Bob. It's such a stupid show we do here. It's such a stupid <laughs> show. Me and Bob uh, were both, uh, during the last break, watching... Guinea pig mating online. Yeah, yeah we were we covering were. a story from Kentucky where uh, two women stole two guinea pigs from a pet store. Uh, one of the women ended up throwing one of the guinea pigs at the owner of the pet store. So they made a they made off with one guinea pig, priced twenty to twenty five dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know I was telling Bob to look up guinea pig mating, and then he sends me a link. He because I couldn't find good guinea pig mating noises, and he said, "Did you see Charlie and Emily yet?" <laughs> Charlie and Emily, no. Send me the link. So uh, one hundred ninety three thousand views. Uh, Charlie and Emily mating guinea pigs. The um, the post here says Emily happened to be in season on this day and Charlie took full advantage. Oh my. Emily later had a litter of three uh in uh January. So this is an older video. Again, just about two hundred thousand views. This is Charlie and Emily mating guinea pigs. Oh man, that is that is an annoying sound, huh? Okay. A lot of squeaking. A lot of squeaking. Yep. Yeah. Oh. oh, a lot of shaking. Oh, yep. A lot of. Oh. Man. Go ahead, Charlie. Charlie. Dang. Go ahead, Charlie. All right, Char- I mean, it's it's the most vicious, I guess, at the beginning there, right? Like just. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, hey. All right, to me, that sounds like Emily was not expecting it to be mating day, and then Charlie just comes around and just, it's time. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? What are you doing there? Uh, no, that was uh, that was not a coffee cup moving across the desk either. That was guinea pig mating you just heard on the show. 961. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hashtag Mikey and Bob make morning special. That's right. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. More of the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show next. And now it is time for today in Freak Show history. Here we go. Today in Freak Show history. Today in Freak Show History, we take you back a uh, couple years. This high school student uh, was taking video as a bear broke into a car 
and ate all of her fundraising chocolate. Bears break into a high school student's car devouring chocolate bars oh, no. from her school fundraiser. Oh, no. Here's some video proof that they got in my car and are eating now my freaking chocolate. Eating all my freaking chocolate. chocolate. So this is a girl, a teenager down in uh, South Carolina who's videotaping a uh, group of bears. I think it's a mama bear and some cubs uh, that got into her car, which was unlocked. <laughs> With a box of like fifty fundraising chocolate bars. There, like I don't know if you can see this, but I there is a bear in my side my f-ing car right now. There's a bear inside my bleeping car right He's now. He's literally in the seat. Can't blame the bear, right? Can't blame I the mean, bear. A whole box. I don't even understand. <laughs> oh boy. Bears in my car. <laughs> What's that? Just bears in her car. What? What was that? And she's watching out the window. All right, hold on. Let me get that one more time. I just don't even understand how I have bears in my car. I just don't even understand how I have bears in my car. <laughs> okay, let me break it down. Your car's unlocked, and there's 50 chocolate bars in there. Lily was videoing from a window inside her house. Yeah, the bears got in the car, shut the doors, and just went to town Feast. on uh, 50 chocolate bars. Wrappers from the bars are still on the family's drive. Oh. Evidence Uh-oh. of the candy caper oh, no. committed by oh. the furry fiends. Uh, you can't blame the bears, though, for the candy caper that they committed. One more time. I just don't even understand. Buckle up, everybody. We're about to uh, find out from WPXI's Catherine Amenta, who has done the uh, done the work here to find out why we still get phone books. WPXI has been teasing this, I feel like, for a day and a half, right? So they just ran the story. Well, when our viewers come to us with a question, we go in search of answers. So when you asked yeah. us, why do we still get phone books in 2019, I did some digging about where these bad boys come from. That is a good question, because I still get a phone book, too, and it goes right in the trash, and I feel so bad about it, because I'm like, who is doing this? Why are we still doing and this? And why? Mm-hmm. So I Skyped with one of the country's largest phone book publishers, Thrive. All right, here we go. To thrive, one of the largest phone book publishers in the country. What the hell are you doing? How are you still a business? Senior marketing manager Griselle Sanchez told me not every home gets phone books like in years past. Okay. Instead, it's now based on two main factors. Yeah, everybody in my neighborhood gets a phone book. One, if you ever found a business in the yellow pages, that business may have you on a list. I don't think I've ever called uh, or looked up nope. a business in the yellow pages before in my life. Or two, key demographics like people. People 55 and older. Nope. Or maybe publishers think your home or neighborhood may have a need for renovations. I I mean, maybe, I guess. Those are the factors on whether you get a phone book or not. So, like, like if you're an older person, if you're over 55 years old, congratulations, you're getting a phone book. They have targeted you. You're the target. (laughs) Like, they have targeted you and be like, oh, how old are they? What are they, 62? Well, they have no idea how to use technology. Give them a phone book. Sanchez says, remember, in times of natural disasters like hurricanes or floods, yeah. a phone book may be all you have. Right. The Wi-Fi's not working. I can't look up the number to the roofer well, to help wait, repair my what? roof. Okay. Um, that's when our books really get used a lot. No, nah, I don't. I mean. That's what you're banking on? The reason why everybody needs one? Yeah, they're banking on, like, natural disasters or okay. something or power right. outages or something like that. Well, nobody's going to find me unless I have my phone book. So, if 
you want to opt out of getting a phone book. All right, here we go. This is uh, Here is how to get rid of getting a phone book delivered to you. There's a number on the front page. You just call this number, uh-huh. and you can opt out. I never knew that at all. There is a, there's a number on the opening page there. You open the, the cover of the phone book, and there is a number that says, hey, if you want to stop getting phone books, I guess call this so number. So what you're saying is I have to use the phone book yeah, yeah. to call the publisher yeah. to cancel my phone book. Excellent yeah. point. Or, or you can also do it online. All right, so you can do it online, too, but Gordon Lash with a good point there is just like, I have to use the phone book to get the number to cancel uh, my phone book. Uh, so there you go. There's I, I feel like I learned something there, right? I feel like that's that's useful. So you do have a say in whether you get a phone book or not, and you can just go online or open up the phone book to the main page, call the number, and be like, stop. Just make it stop. I don't know why one person needs a phone book in 2019. Like, I love that the lady from the company, too, is just like, nah. No, natural, natural disasters, disasters happen, but right? then, uh, but then, how are you going to call right. uh, the number? Because who the hell even has a landline anymore, right? <laughs> so it doesn't really make any sense. So there you go. What an informative show today! Farts, guinea pigs, and phone books. The Mikey and Bob podcast. Mm-hmm. Penguins at home tonight against the Islanders. They go pays, man, uh, and then they'll be at the Islanders on Thursday and back at home. Uh, Friday against the Devils. Penguins general manager Jim Rutherford inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame uh, last night. So Penguins again at home tonight against oh, the Islanders. Okay. Hopefully uh, Evgeny Malkin can stay fired. I need to be fired, you know. <laughs> I will be fired. And of course, Gino, when asked about uh, him stepping up his play in the absence of Sidney Crosby being out for a while, as the fire alarm was going off during an interview. I need to be fired, you know. <laughs> I will be fired. I need be fire. I will be fire. It's so good, right? It is. Uh, of course, the Steelers will be taking on the Bengals. Uh, 1 p.m. on Sunday, the Steelers 5-5, five and five, the Bengals 0-10. I am so nervous about this game because I don't even know who's playing on offense for the Steelers. James Conner is going to be out, right? Isn't yeah, Ju- yeah. like Juju not only got a concussion in the last game against the Browns, but I think he hurt his ankle too. The Saints, uh, who knows if Juju's, he, I don't even know who's going to play it off. I don't know how the Steelers are going to score points. I know that the Bengals are 0 10, but I'm nervous going into this game. Now, if there's one thing that can uh, make me not so nervous and make me believe and put me back mm-hmm. on the right track. Uh-huh. It is this man right here. He's called our show multiple times oh, over yes. the years. We absolutely love him. He loves Pittsburgh. He loves all the sports teams. It is crazy Italian guy. Yo, bro. Big Bab, what do you say, Big Bab? I'm good. How are you, man? Hey, Big Bab, listen. You know how I'm doing. I don't want anybody to panic, bro. Here we okay? go. Don't panic. Quit panicking. Ten and five gets us a wild card, and it's a new bird, bro. Okay, we're gonna come together. Our JV squad can beat the Bungles, so we don't have to worry about that. Don't panic. Ten and five, we're gonna run the table. We're gonna make the playoffs. It's gonna be new life, bro. Okay, don't worry about the five losses. So don't panic. Nobody panic. The Stellars are going to be all right. We're going to group together. Our backups are going to step up because they're going to have to, and they're going to do it because they're Steelers, and they take pride in what they do. When you put the black and gold on, you play tough. You play tough every time. 
So don't panic. Let's go Steelers. Wow. I, I feel like that's all we needed to hear yeah. right there. I Like, I'm back in. The Steelers are in the mix. We're in the mix, dude. We run the table, and that's all there is to it, bro. It's the black and gold. It's the Steelers, dude. Don't panic. It's the Steelers, dude. We run the table right now. What do you say, Big Bab? It's our table to run, huh? A Big Bab, Big Bab, <laughs> where will you go? Bab's going where the cold wind blows. <laughs> wow. You beautiful man. That's for you, Big Bab. You sing That's like an angel. You, Big Bab. I just sing a little tune for you, Bab. Everyone's all panicking. Don't worry about it. We're going to be all right. Big Bab, how you like his cold weather, Big Bab? I can handle it. My nipples are a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> Big Bab, that, 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 that gets me excited just thinking about it, Bab. You know what I'm saying? Bab, stump a bus pretty soon, huh? Yeah, we're like a couple weeks away here, man. Dude, we're going to come up. I got to get some good toys, dude. I got to get some quality toys for kids. You know what I'm it's saying? It's a beautiful thing. We, we always look forward to you showing up, man. Dude, I'm going to come up there. And we're going to tear it up just like the Steelers are going to tear it up. So quit panicking. Nobody panic. 10 and 5. Wild card. Then we're going to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Nothing's going to stop the Steelers from making the playoffs and winning the Super Bowl, bro. I love it. You guys are the best. Steelers. This story's crazy out of Massachusetts. It's got to do with Spider-Man. It's got to do with Superman. It's got to do with a five-year-old. And you're thinking, oh, that's all cute. No, but there's cocaine in it. It's actually a sad story. And the father was arrested. The Massachusetts man is facing charges after cocaine was found in his child's backpack at school. 29-year-old yeah. Benny Garcia. I mean, that's that's never good, right? So the kid, no. the five-year-old, uh, takes his father's cocaine to school. Pleaded not guilty to drug possession and reckless child endangerment charges. Yeah. Prosecutors say the five-year-old boy told teachers he got the drugs from the living room of his home. There was a plastic bag from a gold-colored side stamped with Spider-Man. Alright, so there was a plastic bag in uh, their living room, yeah. and it had Spider-Man stamped on it. And a powdery substance inside. With a powdery substance inside. The kindergarten student told the teacher that when he eats or tastes the powder Alright, so then if you didn't hear what the uh, the guy just said there, uh, the five-year-old, and again, this is a, a horrible story, and um, it's just a, a crazy story. The five-year-old tells the kindergarten teacher that when he, like, tastes the powdery substance, which is cocaine, right. he feels like Superman. So again, Spider-Man is on the plastic bag, right? but this five-year-old says when he tastes the powdery substance, he feels like Superman. What do you do if you're the, if you're the teacher? You're stunned by this, right? You're thinking, oh, he must, under, he's five, he must understand sugar, right? He must have a, a, a bag of sugar that he's yeah, tasting. Yeah, maybe. But at some point, if you're the teacher, you have to think the worst case scenario, right? I, I guess. I, don't, I would think it's sugar. If I'm the teacher, I'm thinking it's sugar. You would think it's sugar. I mean, what horrible person puts, like, in a Spider-Man baggie cocaine right, where, and leaves it out around your kid? Where their five-year-old can get to it, yeah. When officers searched the home, they allegedly found cocaine and heroin yeah. in the baggies. Right. Judge ordered Garcia to be held without bail. So this guy had a lot of drugs in his house, and unfortunately, a five-year-old was living there, too. It takes a bag of cocaine to school, stamped with Spider-Man, but says it makes him feel 
like Superman. We have learned a lot already on the show today. Uh, I would say if you fart loudly, own up to it. Guinea pigs aren't weapons. And let's just don't do cocaine. Christy tweets us. It's been so long since crazy Italian guys called the show. I've missed his Steelers positivity so much. I needed it this morning. And uh, Meg tweets here, I cannot tell you how long I've been waiting to hear from Crazy Italian Guy. I'm so inspired. <laughs> yeah, he was he was all in on the Steelers, man. He's still he's still riding that Super Bowl train. Nothing stopping us. I love that he just calls up out of nowhere and just so pumped <laughs> out, man. Hey, I feel he's like ready to go. I feel like he knows when we need him and the city needs him. And today was that day. Let's talk about farts. Uh, hashtag Fartgate has been trending since last night. Uh, if you're just waking up and you don't know the backstory on this, a uh, a representative, Eric Swalwell from uh, California, was on the uh, political show Hardball with Chris Matthews yeah. on MSNBC last night. Of course, there's a lot going on in the government right now and in the country. I think there's more impeachment hearings today. So he was on MSNBC talking about it, and then this happened. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. It sounds like a fart. I mean, it does. 100%. And when you watch the video, it's like his face reacts to the noise. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. It's like his body releases, too. Uh, he really is. And, you know, to be honest, I feel like he thought, I, I'm just going to sneak out some safety gas while I'm talking here. But his body naturally, like it's, during his speaking, when he went to lift and release the fart, <laughs> I feel like his mouth just stopped talking, kind of. Taxpayer right? dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. The Ukrainians help him cheat, pause, fart. An election. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. The pause is too perfect. It's so good. His reaction's too perfect. So good. But then, um, A.D. Baird, who is a reporter for uh, BuzzFeed, actually uh, texted uh, the uh, representative. Uh, is he a senator? He's a senator, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and she basically sent him the video and says, please, can you explain Taxpayer this? dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Okay, so he wrote in a uh, response, it was not me. I didn't even hear it when I was speaking. I definitely did not hear it. It's funny, though. Okay, so he's basically saying, I didn't I didn't even hear this. This was not me farting. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. And then to ruin the fun even more as everyone gets all excited and is still tweeting this morning the hashtag Fartgate. Um, the official Twitter account for the Hardball Show with Chris Matthews on MSNBC tweeted out, Sorry to disappoint the conspiracy theorists. It was the hardball mug scraping across the desk. Go get yours today. Let's get back to the news. Basically, they're saying this is the sound of a coffee mug being scraped across the desk. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Okay, did the coffee mug like fly out of his butt? Because Taxpayer dollars that's... to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Like that, is it butt coffee oh, we're talking like, about? Did, did his people, then the senator's people, did they go into crisis mode and be like, we can't have him being the fart guy? They're just like, oh my God, it's trending. I don't, oh I, my God. I don't even know what this guy's about. I don't even know if he's a Democrat or Republican. It doesn't fart, matter. Fart gates trending. Trending, oh my God! He is fart guy the entire time. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. 
He's fart guy. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. <laughs> it's so good. So if you're wondering why Fartgate was uh, was trending, it's because of that. A representative, a senator, Eric Swalwell from California, clearly farted. But then uh, Hardball is blaming it on the mug. Uh, Fartgate has everybody mm-hmm. coming together today. I've been... Uh, Shane just tweets us here regarding uh, the uh, MSNBC hardball clip that had Fartgate trending. Uh, again, if you're just joining the show, I have not heard this yet this morning. This is uh, uh, Representative Eric Swalwell from California. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. Obviously farting there, but uh, hardball denying it, saying that it was a coffee mug sliding across the desk shane tweets us here so all of bob's mic issues are really farts hashtag the real fart gate uh that's true bob why don't you move your microphone real quick oh, it's not... there there it is all there farts. it is there it is see okay now you're gonna break your microphone all farts uh, actually all right stop stop that sounds so bad it sounds so bad <laughs> by the way have you sent an email to the engineers uh, to get your microphone fixed? no wait aren't we supposed to have another microphone in here yeah that was the plan Remember, they came in and were like, I'm like, oh, yeah, mine makes noise. Remember, we're going to switch them all back around. And- yeah, that was like months ago. We yeah. had four microphones in here. And then we were down to three because one of the microphones, uh, your microphone just basically stopped working. And now your microphone, every time it touches it, it sounds like a fart or a coffee cup running across the, the desk. Taxpayer right? dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. All right. I see what your plan is over there. Mm-hmm. Blaming all your farts on the microphone. Uh, Warner Brothers uh, is being asked by not only fans now to have the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League released, but uh, Gal Gadot, who is, of course, is Wonder Woman, and Ben Affleck, who used to be Batman, I guess, are also calling for it. So this renewed push has been going on since June when there was a new Warner Brothers CEO, Ann Sarnoff. So fans were begging her, release what's called the Snyder Cut, because Zack Snyder was uh, filming Justice League, but had to leave the production due to a family tragedy, and then uh, Josh Whedon uh, completed the Justice League movie, which was eh. It wasn't that good. So um, basically, uh, he has been now tweeting in support of them releasing the Snyder Cut, After Gal Gadot tweeted her support, he tweeted, This ancient Amazonian can't be wrong. He also retweeted Ben Affleck saying, Neither can Batman. So if you're that big of a fan of the Justice League and Warner Brothers, uh, I don't know. Maybe, I guess, since there's pressure from Batman and Wonder Woman now. pumped. uh, The Snyder Cut. And it's just going to disappoint. I mean, what? What's going to be so different? Listen, it's going to be a little bit better, maybe. But... You know, people think it's going to, like, turn around the whole... Calm down. Uh, Taylor Swift has finally got permission to perform her own songs. Oh, yeah, Her old songs. According to Billboard, uh, Big Machine Records said in a statement, the parties have come to a term on a licensing agreement that approves their artist performances to stream post-show and for rebroadcast on mutually approved platforms. So she was in a whole big stink with her old record label because her old record label that has been... Uh, basically, the rights bought by Scooter Braun and this other guy, uh, Scott Borchetta, uh, they were kind of holding back from Taylor being able to perform her old songs. There was a lot of miscommunication. Uh, Taylor sent her Swifties against Scooter Braun and some of his artists that 
he uh, involves with like Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber and Kanye saying, hey, speak up for the artists here. I don't really know. It, it all seemed very confusing. It all seemed like stuff that was way over just casual music fans. Like it had to do with a bunch of legal stuff that none of us wanted it's to hear. It's a bunch of rich people fighting over rich people things. It is. It's a good way to, uh, it's a good way to put it. So uh, Sunday is the American Music Awards. Taylor Swift is getting some sort of award. I don't know. Female artist of the decade, I think it is. So she will now be able to perform her old songs. Now, let's get to the aforementioned Kanye West. I just have to let people know, pump the brakes on this, calm down, because the internet, for a small moment, lost their minds like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Kanye West tweeted out a picture of him and Dr. Dre saying, yay in Dre, Jesus is King Part 2 coming soon. Let me tell you, if you believe that Kanye West and Dr. Dre are going to release an album or Dr. Dre's working on a Kanye album, Mm-mm. you are an idiot. I'm sorry to use that harsh term, but you are an absolute idiot. Where's detox, Dr. Dre? <laughs> you know? Dr. Like Dre's if, not waking up if, going to make a Kanye album. If there is one person who is just famously known for promising an album but never delivering it was the dr dre detox album that was supposed to come i don't know 15 years ago no dr dre did what he should have done he made all the headphone money and just said all right cool He's like, it'll be, a dis- it'll be a disappointment anyway when it comes out. Exactly. Remember? Exactly. I remember he released that one Compton album yes. around the time that uh, the NWA movie came out. You remember that? Yeah, it was And it was great. like, all right, this is kind of a Dr. Dre album, but it's not, it's not the detox that he promised. And then Kanye always delays his album. He, t- he puts out a release date and then just lets it go and be like, ah, never mind. In a couple weeks, I'm still, I'm still working on it. So the fact that anybody believes that Kanye and Dre are working on anything is never coming out. Don't be disappointed. Never coming out at all. And apparently this is a coffee mug going across the desk. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. If you believe Kanye and Dre are going to actually release something, you believe that wasn't a fart. Uh, Thanksgiving a little over a week away now. And of course, right around this time, the week leading up to Thanksgiving, we always go to the news reports like this one. Most people look forward to the holidays, but not to the extra pounds that often come along with all those delicious dinners and treats. Here we go. Still, there are ways to enjoy the festivities without sabotaging your fitness plans. Oh, do do tell, do tell. No, I'm just, no, right? (laughs) Like, who cares? It's Thanksgiving. Go all in and worry about it later. No. Stay active. Use exercise to offset the extra calories. Ah. You don't have to hit the gym. Ah. House cleaning, dancing, even walking around the mall can raise your heart rate. All right, so burn some of those Thanksgiving calories by uh, walking around the mall, cleaning up around the house, or dancing. A little bit dancing, huh? Burn these calories. All right. Eat breakfast. Experts say starting the day with a small but satisfying breakfast can give you more control over your appetite. Listen, I don't need tips on how to make Thanksgiving uh, hurt my body less. Like, I want to do damage on Thanksgiving. The anticipation I of wa- that meal and leading up to it, I'm not going to spoil with some crappy breakfast. I want to eat so much that, yes, the trip to fan gets to me, and I fall asleep during most of the football games. That's what Thanksgiving is about. That's what the pilgrims and Indians wanted. That can help give you the willpower to be more discriminating in your food and beverage choices. I'll go to hell. And it will help you with... <laughs> Portion control. Oh, here we go. Por- 
portion. I'll only take a little bit of turkey. I can't. One scoop. One scoop of the mac and cheese. Are those yams? Oh, jeez. No, I can't. I can't, I can't do it. I can't have yams. I can't do it. Uh, I can't. Oh, no. I want to, but I can't. I can't. Okay? Tempting as it may be, try not to overfill your plate. Overfill your plate, I'm telling you. Do it. Eat slowly. Savor each item. Oh, God. Eat slowly. Like, savor each item. There's literally been times at Thanksgiving with, uh, with my family that I have, I have been first for a plate, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm hovering in the kitchen. The kitchen hover is so key on Thanksgiving. It is. You got to hover. So when the, the moment comes, we're just like, all right, eat. Uh, I'm already sampling as, as we're, we're, you know, getting things done. Like the turkey will be done, but the stuffing's not done yet. That's all right. Let me test the turkey to make sure it's good for everybody else. So I have, at times, finished the first plate before people are even going up. I'm ready to go for seconds already. Slow eating. On Thanksgiving, it, it's a battle. It's a battle. <laughs> and put your fork down between bites. Okay, that'll help. If I just put... Do you know how stupid you're going to look if you put your fork down and, like, reset after every bite? It's Thanksgiving. Go in. This will help you, too. Skip the second helpings. Nope. What? You'll have more room for a delicious dessert. Uh, there's always room for dessert. Finally, go easy on alcohol. Ah, uh, come on, though. I mean... Nobody's working the day after Thanksgiving. Right. There's one day to go hard. It's Thanksgiving. The calories in wine, beer, or liquor oh, can yeah. add up pretty quickly. Oh, calories. Oh, yeah. uh, they're talking about calories. All right. Try okay. alternating alcoholic beverages uh, with a glass of water. Okay. You'll stay hydrated, oh, healthier, yeah. and less likely to be making a round of post-party apologies. Oh. If you want to stay out of the hospital this Thanksgiving, try to avoid this. Oh, wait. Hold on. All right, hold on. We're going from Thanksgiving tips we just on, go to hospital yeah, on, on calories, and this is how you stay out of the hospital. Oh, that's a, that's a turkey fryer fire. That's a turkey fryer. causing a turkey fire. The National Fire Protection Association is. says Thanksgiving is the peak day for these home cooking fires. Yeah. Oh and my frying God. creates the biggest problems. Yeah, it's the peak day for it because it's the only day that people <laughs> deep fry things like this. That's why. The Pirates introduced their new general manager, Ben Sherrington. He uh, came from Boston, right? Well, actually, he came from Toronto, but Boston is where he uh, he uh, was awesome. That's where he made his magic. Uh, 2011, he was named the Boston Red Sox Executive VP and General Manager. 2013, he was named the Sporting News Executive of the Year following the uh, Red Sox World Series. 2016, he joined the uh, Toronto Blue Jays as VP of Baseball Operations, leading him to Pittsburgh now in 2019. So, uh, new Pirates President Travis Williams... And owner Bob Nutting were uh, there yesterday to introduce everyone to the new GM, uh, Ben Sherrington. As we've been saying on our show, doesn't matter who the president of the Pirates is. Doesn't matter who the general manager of the Pirates is. Doesn't matter who manages the Pirates. Uh, all that matters is Bob Nutting and how much money he wants to spend on the team. Sherrington said, obviously, the bigger the payroll, it gives you more margin for error on certain types of decisions. But if you peel back in Boston, and what really drove winning, I think, in most of the best years was really good work in scouting and development. That's what we'll need to do here. Let me tell Ben Sherrington something. Don't start comparing Pittsburgh to Boston as as baseball cities. Yeah, these are two (laughs) different things. The Red Sox spend crazy amounts of money. And yes, 
They do a good job drafting and developing, but they also do a good job of paying players hundreds of millions of dollars, right? They, they, they <laughs> like, pay them to finally stay around after they draft and develop them. Yes, they draft and develop, and then when they realize they need to spend money to get them over the top, they, they do that. The Pirates, they, they do not. Uh, Charrington said he is comfortable that the Pirates have what they need to join Tampa Bay and Oakland among teams that thrive with modest payrolls. Mm. Yes, because Tampa Bay and Oakland have won so many World Series in the past few years here. Right, I mean, right. Okay. I'm I'm excited for mediocre baseball then too. Sure. Bob Nutting though, man. <laughs> we wanted him to talk, right? We all wanted Bob Nutting to say something. And then he did and you're just like, oh God, just shut your mouth. It's like, oh no. Bob Nutting, like, I know he had other quotes, but this is just the quote that's going to stick. Bob Nutting uh, saying at the press conference for the new general manager, I wish that there was more money that could be spent. What we absolutely can do is reallocate dollars, and we've talked about that. I obviously want us to rip a bunch of Band-Aids off, take a fresh look at a lot of areas, rethink how we're doing it, and that's going to take some time. But the quote most people are going to take from Bob Nutting, I wish there was more money that could be spent. Now, He's not saying on the overall team. I get what he's saying. He means in drafting and development, stuff like that, because Major League Baseball limits how much you can spend. But just the quote, I wish that there was more money that could be spent. There is more. You can spend more on the actual players instead of, you know, new facilities in the Dominican, which have produced nothing. It's your money. Breaking news, it's your money. All right, let's just, I mean, people know we're going to do this. Let's just get to the Facebook comments. It's going to be the same thing. Dark place on the internet. Everyone is a GM. Everyone is a coach. Everyone is going to get traded. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. It's time for Pirates Facebook comments. All right. Uh, Pirates Facebook comments uh, on the Pirates introducing Ben Sherrington as new general manager. Facebook comments brought to us by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, we'll start here with Mark B. Season ticket holder from 99 until 2015. This new GM, new coach. It's all just another distract, uh, distraction to buy nutting more time to make more and more money. I love that damn park and the team, and I haven't been to a game or watched a full game since 2015. It rips my heart out. All right. Wow. Archie M. Since no one is untouchable, his first move should be to fire Nutting or at least trade him to Siberia for a Russian to be named later. I don't think you can actually trade the owner, but hold on. Did Bob Nutting just get sent to Russia? Oh, damn! You open lowly. There goes Bob Nutting. You open lowly. To Russia he goes. You open lowly. Russia Nutting. You open lowly. Edelman is Bob nodding. Edelman is Bob nodding. Did you just yell Russian nodding? Yep. All right. <laughs> I mean, we'll allow it. Uh, Paul D here. Uh, this guy's reading from a script that Nutting wrote him. He's been in baseball long enough to know that you have to spend money to win. Spend Nutting, win Nutting. This is going swimmingly in the Pirates Facebook comments after they announce a new general manager. Jim R., I still have not heard anyone say the goal this year is to win a World Series. This team is the same joke it's been for the past 20 years. There was not a lot of no. World Series no, talk no. at the new uh, the new uh, announcement of the general manager. Uh, Herman M. here. Welcome Ben Huntington. The cycle continues. 
Uh, Daniel G. Hunting ton or cheering ton? It doesn't matter. Still going to be a ton of losses. And we'll end here with Jason S. Again, these are Pirates Facebook comments as they introduce their new general manager, Ben Sherrington. Uh, Jason S. He's just another yes man to do whatever the worst owner in the history of sports says. Have one of the most beautiful stadiums in all of baseball, but fill out the roster like a cast from the movie Major League. Does it really even matter who the GM is? Nutsack calls all the shots. That is that's not his. That is not name. his name. The Mikey and Bob Podcast. Uh, we are less than two weeks away now from uh, Stuff of Us 2019. Uh, that, of course, will be the Monday after Thanksgiving, uh, December 2nd. And we'll go Friday, uh, go all the way through Friday, December 6th at 10 a.m. Uh, me and Bob basically stay in the Robinson Town Center parking lot for the entire week. We do our show out there. Tall Kathy and Scottro join us. They do their shows out mm-hmm. there. And uh, we basically fill school buses full of new unwrapped toys for the Marines Toys for Tots program. Uh, that's what Stuff a Bus is. Uh, and last year, you guys helped us stuff 60 buses for the Marines Toys for Tots. Yeah, we just hang out in the parking lot and wait for you guys, basically. Yeah, the first year, there were three buses stuffed in a week. And, uh, you know, we have different schools, different offices that can fill three buses on their own at this point. It is, uh, you know, we always say that Stuff a Bus has grown bigger than our show and even bigger than our radio station i think people in the pittsburgh area they just are are familiar with with stuff of us and, and what it is i mean there's plenty of times where we have people that come out who don't even listen to our show mm-hmm. and just want to uh do something nice for the holidays so stuff of us will be starting in less than two weeks monday december 2nd for all the details go to 961kiss.com uh the mr rogers movie comes out this weekend thursday it actually comes out there's some night screenings uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood, of course, with Tom Hanks uh, playing Mr. Rogers. Now, the clickbait headline that's going around is uh, Tom Hanks is related to Mr. Rogers. Whoa, that's mind-blowing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, when you actually read into it, Ancestry.com is the ones who figured this out <laughs> because they basically took Mr. Rogers, took Tom Hanks, and, you know, took their family trees, I guess, and found out that they are Whoa. sixth cousins. I mean, we're probably all sixth cousins with each other if you dig deep enough. Yeah. But I'm telling you, great clickbait headline. Tom Hanks finds out he's related to Mr. Rogers. Yeah, did Tom Hanks do it himself? No, Ancestry.com figured it out. But I also think you can you can figure out that anybody's related to anybody if you dig deep enough. All right, I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be getting negative about the great happy headline that Tom Hanks is sixth cousin no, with right. Mr. That's, Rogers. That's clickbait. It's good clickbait, though, right? Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks was on the uh, Today Show this morning doing an interview with uh, Savannah Guthrie, and I uh, was talking about, you know, I, I think a lot, you know, for a lot of us who grew up, you know, just watching Mr. Rogers or, just, you know, just loving Mr. Rogers, of course, his love for Pittsburgh and everything. Um, I think a lot of us think, what would Mr. Rogers be like today? So Tom Hanks was, uh, you know, asked that and was talking about that on the uh, Today Show. Joanne said, what would he do now? Would he say something? Would he tweet something? Would he uh, proselytize some sort of, like, answer to whatever our, you know, the divisions that uh, the world seems to be going through now? And she said, no. At first I thought he might, but now I realize he would just be 
the best person he could. Just be good, <laughs> you know, or just be kind, or just be caring, or just be present. But even though, in a way, it looks effortless, we think about what he had to do. It's not easy. It's not easy to maintain anyway. You will come to, you know, some kind of, some kind of argument and some kind of um, uh, verbal uh, conflict. But the truth still will always be this. Savannah, it's good to talk. <laughs> it's good to share the things we feel. It's good to talk. Don't make me cry. I'm not trying to. Oh, God, Tom Hanks, man. Oh. I got... I, I'm going to go see this probably this weekend. Um, I know we got invited to the screening, but it's like late at night and we got to wake up really early, whatever. I, I got to go see this like early in the morning, like first screening and sit in a place where I can like, nobody can look at me. Well, that's another thing. Oh like gosh. if you at the screening, like surrounded by, you know, it's really quiet usually in those screenings. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. The like Pittsburgh the at, screening the for this. The people that write like the newspaper reviews and stuff, like, and they're just bawling like yeah, uncontrollably. I don't, <laughs> I don't want anyone to look at me because this Mr. Rogers movie is going to absolutely wreck me. Can't wait to be wrecked, though, but it's going to crush me. Is it Jim Rutherford uh, bobblehead night tonight? Is that tonight? Yeah, I think it is, man. Oh, man, good-looking bobblehead. It's kind of a random bobblehead, right? It's very rare that you get a... Uh, a general manager bobblehead. <laughs> but again, last night was his night. He got elected into the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there bobblehead is. night. Good-looking bobblehead, right? Good-looking bobblehead. <laughs> Just random, but I like it. Wearing nice dress pants. I like people who have, like, bobblehead collection stuff. You know, you'll have a Sid one, a Gino one, Chris Letang one, and it's just like, here's, here's the Jim Rutherford bobblehead, you know? It's nice. Yeah, good for him. I mean, it's uh, it's weird to think, but he is a legendary front office person yeah, in the Penguins yeah, organization. Yeah. He's been responsible for some cups, so good for him. And he's a Hall of Famer now. Uh, the Penguins will be at home tonight taking on the Islanders, and then they'll go to take on the Islanders on Thursday, and then they'll be back at home Friday taking on the Devils. Uh, and of course, tonight is uh, Jim Rutherford bobblehead night. And hopefully, if Kenny Malkin can keep the fire going without Sidney Crosby, who's going to be out for a while. I need to be fired, you know. <laughs> I will be fired. I'm telling you, it is one of the... I, I think this Geno clip went under the radar because it happened when the, the Steelers-Browns helmet-beating game happened. But the fire alarm going off during an Evgeny Malkin interview where he's being asked, you know, what he needs to do now that Sidney Crosby's out. I need to be fired, you know. <laughs> I will be fired. Fire alarm's going off. I need to be fired. I will be fired. Uh, by the way, Bob, hmm. I don't want to sound any alarms because we have one here. But we were, I mean, we must have been distracted or something. We almost went the whole show without a naked story. Whoa. I just realized that we haven't. I, I mean, we have one. We have one. Right, but we but didn't But I just do realized it. that we didn't get to a naked story yet today. So let's keep the streak going here for the 184th, right? Yeah, 184. 184th straight show. It is time for a naked story. Here we go. 
for this naked story just real quick it's florida too wearing a red t-shirt and nothing else gets oh a man my. taken off my, fdcu's oh campus and into a jail cell all right so he's just wearing a red t-shirt and no pants campus police say that obed jean baptiste right here uh -oh. was walking around campus just before four o'clock in the morning yep. in that t-shirt but missing pants and underwear oh no so he is uh pulling a squidward a winnie the pooh a donald duck He's got the T-shirt, red T-shirt on, with no pants. Says that he got his pants wet oh. and that he lost his pants. Oh. He was arrested. All right, that's it. Where's your pants at? Oh, they got wet, and then I, and then I lost them. I don't think that means you can just walk around a college campus at 4 a.m. with just a red T-shirt on. The red T-shirt draws attention to you also. You it know, does. Like, says, look over here. When they look over there, they see a naked man. When they look over there and they just see a, a red a red shirt and some white skin, they just go, Santa? Nope, not <laughs> uh -uh. Santa. Uh -uh. Just somebody who lost their wet pants. It is a naked person making the show once again. Uh, people were making a big deal about Chick-fil-A yesterday. Chick-fil-A announced that it will no longer donate to the Salvation Army and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Both organizations in the past have taken controversial stands on homosexuality and same-sex marriage. But then I saw some other people that were like, yeah, but Chick-fil-A still donates to other organizations that are, uh, you know, against a lot of these things, too. Right. So I, I don't know. But hey, two of them, I guess. I don't know if there's more or not. But uh, Chick-fil-A. By the way, Chick-fil-A Facebook comments or maybe we just stay away from those. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I dabbled I dabbled because I saw people were mad and acting like listen we're all just gonna go to Chick Fil A right, we are you know the meme where the like the kid runs around the corner full blast and then like backtracks and like yeah yeah that yeah. was me going in those Chick Fil A Facebook comments today <laughs> oh okay like I went in so full they're not blast they're not fun whoa they're they're not no, ne never uh -uh. eating at Chick Fil A again no uh -uh. all right well Chick Fil A announced they're not no longer donating to the Salvation Army and the Fellowship of uh, of Christian athletes okay uh let's go to louisiana for this next story 27 year old franklin redfern sounds like a made-up name right uh yeah it sounds like uh, a fictional character from like uh like a folk story franklin or redfern like, that. like that's tom sawyer's best friend there franklin redfern uh 27 year old man was uh arrested uh for narcotic uh narcotics possession According to a 911 call, uh, there was a suspicious person, and yeah. police found Franklin Redfern standing on the porch of a resident in uh, West Monroe, Louisiana. According I, to the police report, he was about 20 miles away from where he actually lived. His name makes me believe he'd be a suspicious person, by the way. Also. Franklin Redfern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the government needs to keep tabs on a Franklin <laughs> Redfern at all times. I don't know if anything good comes out of a Franklin Redfern. Like, we should definitely profile this guy, right? <laughs> uh, as a sheriff's deputy approached him, Redfern allegedly threw a white pill bottle containing meth into the yard. Oh, man. Franklin Redfern with the Hail Mary toss of the pill bottle. Was that not mine? After being read his rights, uh, Redfern stated that the devil framed him. <laughs> Those are the devil's pills, officer. Don't know if that's going to hold up in court. Those aren't Franklin's pills. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it 
So he was arrested on a felony narcotics possession after uh, blaming the devil, saying the devil framed him and that those were not his pills. The devil set me up. Those are the devil's pills right there. That's the devil's meth. Now, Franklin Redfern, you are going to jail. 961 Mikey and Bob, 96.1 KISS. It's the Morning Freak Show. Uh, former Patriots tight end, uh, Rob Gronkowski, was teasing that he had a big announcement today. And, of course, I guess maybe a handful of people were like, coming back. He's coming back. He's going to play, huh? Patriots need help on offense. He's coming back. He's coming back. Actually, I mean, when he retired, a lot of people thought that uh, that might be the plan. Like he didn't want to go through training camp in the full season, full season, but he yeah. might <laughs> sneak oh, back at back. the end of the year. Uh, no, he was just announcing a big game party in Miami called Gronk Beach Big Game Weekend, presented by Monster Energy <laughs> with Diplo, Florida, and Rick Ross. <laughs> there it is. Of course, it's I mean, presented Gronk by Beach, Monster Energy. Gronk Beach sounds like someplace where you're going to get some type of scratchy disease from, right? You're going to get some that's going to stick with you for the rest of time? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That ointments and creams and medication won't make go away? Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like unidentified. Yeah, yeah. Like, you go to Gronk Beach, you're leaving with a groin rash of some sort, right? Yeah, yeah. That was Rob Gronkowski's big announcement, so... Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe there might have been a couple of people who thought, maybe. No, just a a party in Miami thrown by Monster Energy. <laughs> Grunk Beach. All right. Um, Penguins at home tonight against the Islanders. It is Jim Rutherford bobblehead night. If you've ever wanted a bobblehead of someone in upper management. Tonight's your night. Yes, it is. Jim Rutherford is just looking like a regular person. In his bobblehead. I should have put him in a costume or something, I feel like, right? What kind of costume? I don't know. Just regular Jim Rutherford bobblehead. It's just kind of there. It's yeah. just like a regular person. You know, you get like a a, a player. At least they got a, a stick or something. Just Jim Rutherford just standing there. Just give him something. I don't know what. I just want him with something. Half an iceberg costume. Head, oh, head off. Like, just give him the iceberg feet and hands. <laughs> it's so good. Right? Doesn't doesn't that take the Jim Rutherford bobblehead to the next level? It does. It if does. you just put, like, the iceberg hands on him, just like, why is he wearing? Ah, don't question it. Free at the game tonight. All right, so let's go, Pens. They're at home tonight, Jim Rutherford uh, bobblehead night. Uh, what, again, is the name of the podcast today? Sneaky Farts and Guinea Pig Mating. Uh, perfect. Perfect. So yeah. if you missed any of the show, you can get caught up on the uh, free iHeartRadio app after the show. Stream and download full episodes of the show without all the uh, songs. Uh, Tall Kathy later this afternoon doing her show once again from uh, Mexico. You can qualify uh, for a trip to the all-inclusive resort she's staying at, the uh, the Hilton Playa del Carmen Resort in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Uh, Tall Kathy doing her show, and you can get qualified for a trip there 2.30 and 4.30 later this afternoon as Tall Kathy's in Mexico. All right, that's it for us. Ryan Seacrest shows up. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest.